0: Petersfield's Shine Radio. Growing Together with Anne Marie Powell and Claire Dennis from Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello and thanks for joining us in our garden podcast, Growing Together. I'm Claire Venice. And I'm Anne Marie Powell. And we're back again in your lovely garden um, to talk about things to do in November. What what I love about this gardening podcast, I mean I love a lot of things about this gardening podcast but what I really love is coming to your garden every month and seeing it change as the seasons change and it's getting a bit darker because we record in the evenings um, but it's looking so beautifully autumnal. It's going to be spooky soon isn't it <laughs> There, I might
1: jump out yeah. of the bushes at you <laughs> <laughs> well, At least you've warned me <laughs> oh, Yeah
0: I've spoiled it
1: <laughs> Yeah no I know what you mean it is lovely to be out here still I think because I think we need it at the moment, don't we? There's so much blur going on everywhere. And and I feel for everybody who is already locked down on tier three. Mm -hmm. And getting out into the garden, even though the weather hasn't been brilliant for me, has been brilliant for my headspace. So, and just connecting with the earth. And because we are in these unfortunate circumstances, I have spent more time out here than I would have done in other years, better years, really. Mm. But the garden, you observe so much more, don't you, when you get out into it. And I've loved seeing the spider webs yes. coming. And do you know why the spiders, well, there are so many spider webs at this time of year?
0: No, why is it's that? It's because
1: they're getting a bit jiggy. They're oh, once, <laughs> yeah, so they, they work at night. So because the nights are longer, their spider webs are spun in after the daylight hours have gone. So they have more time to spin the webs. And they're doing it so they can collect more grub for them so they can fatten themselves up for the mating season come spring. That's interesting. So it's sort of like their courtship dances so this is it's actually a really pretty way of looking Mm. at it and I love seeing that caught in my grasses I love seeing all the cobwebby spider webs and and they glisten don't they when they're caught in the morning dew. Yeah
0: it's something that you just see every year this time Mm. of year.
1: Yeah I like to come out before I go to work and just get a sniff of the garden. Mm. You know that sort of damp earthy feeling of autumn I just think it's divine isn't it it's the stuff of life It makes you realize that we're so fortunate to have the earth around us and and I'm feeling it so much more in given you know the pandemic that we're going through
0: I think that's and it's interesting to note that it's so important to keep coming out in the garden as we go into these colder darker months that maybe people might, might not want to go into the garden because it is cold and dark but it is important to keep in touch with your garden and, and the nature around around you and what's going on in your garden. And
1: there's loads of things you can do. I mean, we purposely, usually we put our garden flares out uh, uh, back in the garage at this time of year. We've just got these garden lanterns. So these ones that we have, they're flares. So they're on sticks and we fill them up with citronella oil, and they're lovely in the summer. We've left them out so that we can light them through the winter months. I mean, we're quite lucky we've got a bit of electric lighting outside. So, you know, we can get out here and see, but there are fire pits to be had. (laughs) There are marshmallows to be toasted. You know, there are drinks to be drunk (laughs) around the fire pit. I do think it's a really good thing that, you know, you get your fairy lights out and we make it into a magical space. Because I think after dark, as a designer i'm constantly telling clients this that lighting is not just for the summer the flick of a switch even if you're snuggled up inside your garden becomes a picture Mm. through the windows it's framed through the windows and it's really enticing i mean i might just trick jaws by lighting a few candles here and there outside and seeing if i can entice him outside into my kind of garden wonderland (laughs) yeah that's a nice
0: idea (laughs) well we've got our christmas lights up from last year still we've got white christmas lights that we have up and i just loved seeing them and when it came to take them down at the end of december i thought actually no so we've kept them on and they'll just stay there are they solar powered no they're not they are electric so i have bought long long wired ones yeah um but i probably should look at getting they're, so so good. they're good quality now, aren't they? They're really mm.
1: good quality. They used to be so ropey when I first started gardening for myself, you know, back in the mid-90s. But they're really good now. And we have lots of them that we take camping with us during the summer. So, so but yeah, I'm going to get those out. I'm going to rummage around in the camping kit and get those out and just strew them around the place. Mm. So, because it's just, I just think we need something just to add a little bit of sparkle to our
0: lives yeah. right now. And, yeah, don't wait till Christmas. And, and literally,
1: you know, we <laughs> yeah. can do that now. And yeah. you're right, don't wait till Christmas.
0: And actually, they're in the shops already. Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some... Um, Gosh, Where was I? Oh, I've been in a couple of shops actually locally that have got Christmas lights already in the shops to buy, so yeah, they're there. Do you go Don't coloured wait. light or no. will you
1: go, just white for I me like as well? White. I, I like a like warm white, white mm-hmm. light, exactly that. so just yeah. like the fairies are dancing around out yeah. there, or Jack Frost, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> having a little rave oh, in the magical, garden. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, See and that. I started, we've got a chestnut tree in, um, in sheet. So I'm. I just were driving to work. I thought I must go and collect some, collect some of those chestnuts. So because that would be a nice thing to do. We've got a chestnut pan, you know, and I thought that would be a great way to entice the teenagers off the computers if we kind of give them something tasty to have. We usually save them for Christmas, but. I'm going to go and collect some this weekend. Oh, you should! I'm yeah. going. To, I think it's a good idea. So we should look out for them. Better that than being squashed underfoot, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So it'd be fun. Soggy in the rain. Yeah, for sure. So nice I'm going to, do to do. That. That. Yeah, Definitely. there's lots
0: of lovely stuff to be done. But what have you been doing since I last saw you? I've been cutting back quite a lot. That's what I always tend to do mm. in October time, um, and just tidying up a little bit. I've cut back. Too early, I've cut back some autumn raspberries, which I know I shouldn't have done, but they took over. They just keep popping up, you know, in places I don't really want them to pop up. And I do love the autumn raspberries because it's just nice to have something to munch, you know, later on, later in the summer. Um, But no, too many. So I've cut back a whole load and I've put some green manure down now to hopefully keep the ground going until I decide what I'm going to do with it. Yeah,
1: they do run run quite prolifically, so and so you need to get rid of the kind of older shoots so you get the fresher ones. So, But yeah, I know what you mean. Mm, I'm a bit of a Miss Havisham with my garden. I let it stand for as long as possible. so (laughs) um, Because I think that it just gives you a bit of structure. So even if you've got spent flowers or stems, I think it just gives you something to look at. And I'm a herbaceous nut, so I'm not an evergreen shrub person at all. So it just gives that sort of extra kind of lift to the garden even if things are dead they still look wonderful if they're kind of get, taking on those biscuit tones and all of the Spence flower heads of course it's food for the birds mm. and nesting material for the birds so unless something is really bothering me then I'll just leave it. I will take these Tithonias out as soon as they finish flowering. But these are Mexican sunflowers and I can't believe they're still going they now. They
0: are, aren't they? There's quite a few flowers still yeah, on Yeah,
1: but the foliage is starting to go and I need to get my tulips planted. Mm, that's, so yep, now I November. wonder yeah. <laughs> how long they've got. Because like, as soon as I start getting twitchy with annuals, I know that their days are numbered really. So <laughs> I'm just like ters. Yeah, I need to get the tulips in, it's time. It's time, it's time, it's time. We've been waiting, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> Patiently absolutely. or impatiently. You know, I just don't know anybody who's actually ever had tulip fire blight. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was wondering if it was something made up to yeah. kind of stretch out the season for the lovely bulb suppliers. So but um I'd love to know if any of you've ever had tulip fire blight, which stops us from
0: planting our tulips before November. So it reminds us again what does a tulip look like if it has fire well it
1: it sort of it looks like it's on fire you know withers and you get a lot of dots and orangey and it just looks ill so and it will go through the whole lot so they won't flower properly they'll just look manky but i've never but it is a sort of spore that is brought in from other tulips so you know and so if you've had it before then you know you need to really wait until the cold spell just kills it all off in the soil we have you know We haven't had it here. So I'm thinking, what am I holding off for? Mm. But I have, just because there's been so many jobs to do that actually I'm quite relieved that we can wait for a bit. (laughs) And so November, yeah. All the rest of my bulbs are in. I've planted loads of them. Good. A thousand already. Well, you there.
0: were talking about your um, alliums. Have you done a thousand yeah. already?
1: Not alliums. So, but no. yeah, I've
0: done a thousand bulbs already.
1: Wow. Yeah. So. I'm oh, looking forward to coming here in spring. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you know what? I really wanted something to look forward to. Mm. So, and that's what I think you, you're burying treasure with bulbs. Mm. And I really wanted something to look forward to so that spring would be spectacular. It has been hard work. My elbows got a bit wonky. And the palm of my hand is very ouchy. So, um, But yeah, all of my pots, you wouldn't know that I'd been in there. So I've lifted all of those and I've done them in a bulb of lasagna. So we've got tulips, we've got anemones, we've got all sorts of things in there. Um, I've got... Uh, Remeris in there. I've planted uh, Fritillaria, the Meliagris, this, yes. so that you know the yeah. little tidy nodded snakes. Yes, they're called snakes.
0: Snakes head. Snakes head Yeah, they are.
1: yeah, yeah. but I've also gone for Imperialis, which is the big, oh, bold, runty one with the big old show off flower heads. But yeah, oh. tulips, all sorts of things are there to be planted. <laughs> have
0: you got any? I have. Yeah, I bought I bought a selection um, mix. 50 or so, I think I've got. Not as many as you have. Maybe I should get a few more. And I've planted some in pots, but I haven't planted them in the ground yet. So, yeah, waiting. I would waiting plant the time. all 50 in a big pot. Yeah, probably <laughs> pot pot you probably In one pot, I Because then you get yeah.
1: really, more is more, I think. so. But I know people have only got so much that they want to spend.
0: And I tell you mm. what, it is hard work. <laughs> yeah even if you've got a proper, if you've got a proper bulb
1: planter. No 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 well. I felt honestly I've do used you know. all sorts of things over my time so bulb augers, stand-on bulb planters, all sorts. I just like a standard trowel. So, okay. you know knee pads are essential and just a standard trowel and I can get through quite a lot in an hour. <laughs> Old school. Yeah. I can get through quite a lot in there but I do think with your 50 just plant them all in one place and plant them where you can see them from the
0: kitchen sink. Garden. The back garden's more lawn based. Plant them I in the lawn. Stuff.
1: Yeah, I did think of that, I did think of that, think of that. Yeah I mean like little crocuses and stuff, mm. they're over mm. us so fast but they just like that little pop as you know they come out, just so joyful. And I'm all about trying to give hope and joy. Colour to, and joy. Yeah, something to look forward <laughs> yeah. to at the moment. So, definitely. I'll
0: chase the squirrels off them, though, because we get quite a few squirrels.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's, mm. Yeah, there's lots of different ways of dealing with those, I, I read. But I do think if they're hungry enough, mm. they'll eat anything. Yeah. So, you know, you can, you can put um, chicken wire over pots and things. So, but I think it really damages other plants coming through if you try that in your borders. Um, do you know what I think? I think by this time of th- the season, I'm hoping that they've they've got a bit worn out with burying and digging things up, and they're full up. But I have been being a bit messier when I've been planting. I um, I've just been throwing the leaves back over the soil. So because it looks like it's undisturbed ground there. Ah, to try and cheat them. And to yeah, thinking to you try haven't and been. Think, yeah, there, you haven't been anything. in there. So, so you know, and at this time of year, I'm not so worried about slugs so because they can do what they like, quite honestly, so I'm hoping that they'll help decompose Mm. that that leaf material that I've left quite loose in the planting beds. but yeah, just to make it to fox them, fox mm. the
0: squirrels. That's brilliant. What?
1: <laughs> There's a Hopefully thing. it works. <laughs> I don't like laying chili out and things like that. I think it Ooh. it hurts their noses and their eyes, and they'll still go for it. So I won't do chili powder. I know a lot of people like to do that. Really, I've not heard
0: that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that doesn't no. Doesn't sound great. It just just made me feel. Keep happy it the doing kitchen. That. Yeah. Have you done your garlic yet? I haven't. I've no. I did my shallots. I haven't done the garlic. Have you done yours? Oh, I was so grateful. Another gardener, um, who I don't know very well,
1: went to the Isle of Wight mm. and she brought me back.
0: Oh my gosh, the real load, The real thing, thing the yeah, from palm. the garlic palm. There's, there's palm. the bag, look at that. Oh, in
1: wow, the bag, I've got in of them already. Oh, have you? <laughs> but, so they're Didn't just wait. empty packets. Oh no, there's a bit there left. I might give that to you. Gosh, how kind, look how there's lovely. One bit. Pride <laughs> for the garlic. You know, I've I have labelled all of these, but I think garlic is garlic, really. But we've got all sorts of things here. This is lub. Oh, I can't even say that. Lyubasha, Lyubasha. So porcelain white, spelt Isle of White. We've got an early purple white. Oh, lovely. Yep. There's tons of them. What is this one rock and bowly white that sounds oh, good okay. doesn't it a bit like rock and bro yeah maybe so, that's what they but think. there's tons of them i won't bore everyone with that. all the different varieties but there are lots of them purple stripe white so Ooh, what like we're going to do is charlotte and i we're going to compare see if we can tell the difference mersey white and then she did get some elephant garlic as I well. I was just
0: going to ask you, have you got the elephant, elephant. garlic? I've planted that before. Mm. So that's the super the massive big, one. The big, big one, yeah.
1: But do you know, squ- it's not the squirrels, I think the foxes are running over my veg splodge at the bottom of the garden. And I think their feet are dislodging some of the garlic. Uh. So, but they are starting to sprout. Have you netted them? Have you? Have you netted them? Well, you, I bought an, a big cloche mm. from a, ves, a brassica cloche from Harrod Horticultural, and it's out there. So the foxes, they they, ha, they can't get through quite so easily as they could. So you're going to squirrel the foxes. Squirrel the foxes. A <laughs> <laughs> nice one.
0: I like yes, that. Right. <laughs> I'll put these away. No, that's that's very exciting because I, I've I've also heard that you. Can continue planting garlic. Um, oh yeah, for ages. For ages, yeah. It was Boxing Day again is a day Ooh. that I've heard people can Gosh. plant garlic.
1: Oh, I'm sure. As um, long as they get that cold plant snap. Plant it by
0: Boxing Day or something like that. But, it's
1: um. I honestly, I'm gonna have so much of it, but I yeah, just You are. to. <sighs> <laughs> Look at all these bags. But I just planted it now because I do think sometimes you just gotta do a job when you've got time. Mm. <laughs> don't
0: you? Yeah, really? absolutely, no, you do. And like <laughs> you said previously, you know, little and often, so just pop in the garden and do a little job. Yeah. It's done. You know, yeah. brilliant. You don't have to exhaust yourself, but you've just yeah. you've completed something you've been meaning to do. And you shouldn't feel Such bad about it, because I don't I don't think that gardening
1: should really become a bind. You
0: know, no, no, absolutely not. There are no. sort
1: of peaks where I know that I really, if I won't don't get things done, I'll regret it. But um, I think if you shouldn't do something because just because you feel you should, mm. it's your garden. You can do what
0: you like. Well, this is what I was going to ask you actually, because your garden has had such a transformation this year, um, from being pretty much nothing, yeah, into this this gorgeous, lovely back garden that you've created. And one item in the garden I was going to ask you about is your compost bin oh yeah i love it i've got two have you
1: So <laughs> I, <love them. laughs> no, I already did have a hot bin uh, well i've actually got a wormery as well mm. i haven't shown you there but i love composting we love composting and uh, can you hear the owl i can is that what it is it's an owl there he is it's gonna stop now yeah i
0: definitely heard it
1: is it an owl? I don't know. Might no. not be an it's owl.
0: It's dark
1: though. <laughs> what else would be making that noise? I don't know. There's a, there's a small holding across the road, isn't there? So it might be some weird know. creature it's they've animal. got over there. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So I've got th- I've got three sort of methods of composting here. Well, four, actually. So um, the first thing I did was when we started on the garden back at the start of lockdown we stripped a lot of turf. So we made a turf stack compost bin and it's really like very Fred Flintstone. It's like like something from the Dark Ages and so we chucked a whole load of stuff in there when we first started. That's clever. Um, So that's composting away, but that's a slow composting bin. So it will take a good two years I would suggest and a bit of turning before that amounts to anything. And I think the actual turf stack itself will start to crumble and disintegrate over Mm. time. It's very ugly so it can't come soon enough for me really. (laughs) I've planted it with lots of nasturtium seed this this summer so it actually looks pretty pretty at the moment. Yeah, Yeah, It's covered for the moment. But my two favourite things are my hot bins. So, and there's loads of different ways to hot compost now. So, and I bought my first one, um, it was a present actually from a friend um, for my birthday and we got it at Hampton Court she just bought it without me knowing about it. And, um, It burns compost down at such a fast rate of knots. I can barely keep up with it. It's like the little Mm. porridge pot, actually. So, um, And it is very satisfying because you have to get it up to a certain temperature. And it's got a little temperature dial on the top. And when you lift it up, steam comes out. Oh, wow. Oh my really? god, it's just so great when that steam comes out. It just pops out. So and the, the the secret with composting to do it properly is to is to mix 50% of your green waste. So mix your grass clippings with your kitchen waste and we chop all of our kitchen waste up as well. We're so weird. No no no. So we do chop it, properly. it all up. We That's have a good. big silver bowl that we just chuckle in all of our um kitchen waste, our kitchen scraps. And we ha- also and so we chop it all up so that just accelerates the, the process. And every time we put any green in, then we put the same amount of brown. So we have a shredder where we shred all of the junk mail that comes through. I tear up bits of newspaper so and just we put it in. So it's all about layering. And balancing. And balancing. Okay. It. Balancing act. So if you feel that suddenly it's just not moving or shifting, so that's probably what you're doing wrong, is you're not kind of putting enough brown waste to your green waste so and it just creates that heat and these layers and the air that's required for all of that microbial bacteria to come in and do its job sometimes you'll open ours is a closed unit on the hot bin and we bought another one simply because I wanted to just stop filling one up so I could empty it yes that's the issue yeah 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 you almost you do need to so I've kind of banned myself from filling mm-hmm. one up because it gobbles up so quickly I keep still keep sneaking things I've got to put I've got to almost sort of sell the top off yeah. or something so I can't <laughs> get into it so that I can use it this year this season mm-hmm. to actually put back into the garden and I like that kind of secular kind of process that it all gets back onto the garden or I can use it for seed compost or whatever or pots Um, So that's that's two different types of composting. And then we also have a worm bin. We have my worm friends. So, and so we feed the worms as well. So, and they are brilliant because they give me all of my plant food. Oh my goodness. I get through so much plant food over a season. So we're just collecting it in, you know, those four-pint plastic milk bottles. Mm. I've probably got about 12 already just from finishing. i only finished feeding, I'd say, about four or five weeks ago. So we've already managed to fill those up. It's like a factory. Oh, so you've got quite
0: a system going on God, out here. Who
1: knows nice how many we're gonna have by the time I want to stop. There'll come a point where I just have to sort of give it away. Yeah, it's Christmas presents. Oh, can you imagine just a stinky old yeah. bottle of, of worm juice. Like,
0: oh. but how good How amazing are their plants are. Selective be giving, sure. that, yes, would maybe be. It's selective that would be very selective
1: in who you give it to. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then they've just produced a tiny amount of compost that you can use back in the garden with all their worm casts and it's really full of nutrient as well. So just stick a bit of it in your compost in your containers when planting them and stuff.
0: It's mm. really good.
1: I love co you get really geeky about composting.
0: Well that's why I think it's important to talk about it, you know, this time of year where there isn't quite so much to do in the garden, but you can think about eco ways to keep your garden going or, or things you want you to add to You start really garden. getting wildlife involved
1: as well. You know, mm. like with the woods that we're getting delivered and things at the mm. moment, just make a little stack at the bottom of the garden and you'd be amazed. I mean, I've had staghorn beetles and everything in my stacks here all the way through the wow. summer. It's been amazing. And, um, you know, just little houses, be a little bit untidy. Don't get squeamish about... All the little micees you might see—I mm. am a bit, I must admit—but mm. they're all doing their job. And at the moment, whilst whilst you're relaxing from the garden, they're they're part of the decomposition process. So if you've got they're helping mm. you actually at this time of year. So you know, and then next spring we'll start worrying about them with our beer traps and all of those sorts of mm. things. But for now, they're actually helping us with our
0: work. Yeah, and the leaves as well. You were talking about leaves earlier. Yeah, I mean obviously this is time of year where you get a lot of leaves all over your garden yeah and i mean i i collect them and i put them in bags Mm. and i put a few holes in the bags to let some air come in and, Mm. and just leave them for leaf mold but a lot of people tend to just sort of bag them up or take them to the to the tip yeah. you know get and rid I of them. I see but why people do that because you've got to have space mm.
1: I mean sometimes mm. when we have a really big hack back, and we won't hack back until until the spring really it's just dribs and drabs now but there's almost too much for us so we will yeah. take some to the tip we will because our garden is average kind of size for a semi you know mm. and if you've got the space though I would definitely do that because the thing about compost is it's free isn't it? Yeah. You know yeah. and I've bought so many bags of compost this summer and my dream has been to be get self-sufficient i don't know if i will with the three bins that i've got and a little worm factory for food but i'd like to kind of think that i'm at least doing a little bit you know what i might do i just thought of this i might get the camping gazebo out you know I might actually just to sort of come out of here because you know the other thing that i would quite like to see is you know in the summer, Chris Packham did that brilliant thing, didn't he, with Butterfly Watch? And, mm. and I got really into birds with my Chirpomatic app, listening to bird songs. So I was determined to start identifying some of the birds from each other. But of course, there's bats, aren't there?
0: Yeah. I'd love to see some more bats. We so, get quite a few do you? by us. Yeah, we do get quite a few by us.
1: And I just want to still get mm. out of here. It's really saved my life this summer, mm. this garden, doing all of this making over. And I just don't want to suddenly be sedentary, stuck indoors, not being able to do anything. I think I'd go a bit nuts. though. And, you know, I have sown seed on my meadow. I've got all my winter veg growing down there, my pak choy, my cabbages. Um, Have you eaten any yet? I've still, I've got my kale, so that's still Mm. going. My purple sprouting broccoli. So I'm coming out here to crop and I want to be cropping... All winter. I've got. My winter salad has been a bit of a disappointment. Maybe Mr oh. Fox got that before. With his running through the veg spledge, splodge. But I am going to sow again this weekend. But my rocket. Can you see that by the back door? I can. Yes. The thing is. Things grow so much more slowly. Mm. It's not like the summer. Where you know. Your rocket was like a rocket. It, it really does grow slower. So I think I might sow more than I would through the summer. So just so that I've got you know, lo- I will have longer to wait. Yes. So yeah, I yeah. think, don't expect
0: things to grow fast. They won't. Essentially, yeah, I've I've been um, harvested a little bit of mizuna. I planted some mizuna. Oh, have you? Which I really like. So nice. It's so spicy. Pretty as well, looking at it. Mm. I really like the shape of it. Um But yeah, there wasn't wasn't a huge amount of growth on it, but I just cut a bit to see, you know, because I was desperate to kind of... What have you fight. got? Because I know you're a keen veg grower. What What have you still got coming? So I've got, well, I did plant some pak choy after you suggested that and lamb's lettuce I love lamb's lettuce yeah I must say some Um, of that myself yes fab it's brilliant and I do love it um and it grows so well this time of year as well Uh, and the mizuna and I have leeks um that I grew in well must have been spring time when we were in lockdown I popped leeks in so they're smallish but they're enough to eat now in fact a couple of them have gone to flower Mm. And then self seed, you know, later on.
1: I like growing leeks next leeks, year. I are
0: lovely. I didn't last year, you see, and I, I missed them because I like popping out in the you know, the, the winter and you grabbing a few leeks and making some soup. Yeah, I love leeks soup. Making leek potato soup delicious. But you
1: just reminded yeah.
0: me I still got some potatoes that I haven't dug
1: up yet. I oh must my, do it's... that. <laughs> you put yeah, you forgot That's because the all for the, foliage the weekend, must yeah, have gone down. So they'd be perfect yeah. now. Yeah, you have my jacket potatoes. Yeah, they'll be big. Do you remember what hopefully. variety they are? No.
0: No.
1: <laughs> do you know they were the last two bags of any variety? I do I mm. will know I'll be able to check. Mm. But um they were the last very last two bags. So they were second not second earlies, main crop potatoes. Yeah. Oh so, they'll be fine. So they'll be fine. Yeah. You can just leave them in there, can't you? But yeah I
0: mean I always forget I'm excited about yeah. them
1: now. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to dig them out because now by to torchlight.
0: Grab you a few links, <laughs> <That, laughs> make some nice link potatoes yeah, soup. That'd be really nice. I always forget to <laughs> dig a few potatoes up, and they pop up and the they next ca- year. And they're perfectly and they're good fine. next year. Yeah, so they aren't are.
1: they? So you know, they're fine. Yeah, it been fine if you forgot. <laughs> I know, but I want to eat them. Yes. You know, <laughs> I would really like that. Make my day. <laughs> Now, are you starting to plant anything else then? You're going to keep going with your lettuce. Have you got any plans for any bare root stock or trees or anything
0: like that? I'd love to. I just don't know if I've got the space. I haven't got any space. I don't either. know if I do. I would like to, to get another rose. I put. I was actually given a That's rose a for Mother's idea. Day by my children um, this year. And it's roll It's a David Austin rose. And it's roll And it's this lovely peach, like James the Giant Peach. So it's... It's a lovely peach colour, and it smells peachy as well. And it did amazingly well in this large pot, I have. Um, and in fact, it's still flowering now. Just oh, about. It's one I don't know, Claire. So it's I'm gorgeous. interested to hear I mean, about I've, it. I've never really gone for sort of apricot roses before, um, but I just loved the sound of it, and I love yeah. Roald Dahl. Yeah. And, you know, I love his books. I've read them myself, read them to my children, mm. and um, it's been a brilliant rose. So I maybe get, I might get another one to put in another pot. Sort of side so you've by got side, the act. Others, yeah, between so different parts of the garden, sort of opposite each other. Might get a personality complex, like high rolled. Hi, yeah, maybe Hi, I should get something
1: to contrast instead. <laughs> no, I do but think it it's lovely. nice to plant in pairs. You know, at the top of steps mm. and things like that, or mm. by your front door. I think that's the only place where you can really get away with just even numbers. Everywhere else in the garden, it's got to be three, five, yes, it has seven, to be st- honest. You're absolutely but right. But uh, yeah. if you're making an entrance in some way, marking an entrance, then a pair is perfect. And it would be. It would
0: be going from the pattern you to the well, lawn
1: otherwise I think it'll so. make, you, make it look like they've run out of David Austin or something yeah it, it looks a bit so sad on its own you and that's could
0: what you think. actually take some
1: cuttings of it you know thinking about it how would I do that so what you can do what you do is you just take a long length of. you need a reasonable um, thickness of um, stem mm. so you cut them so they're about what's that about a foot and a half Yeah, something like that forty, yeah, forty, and then forty, cut forty, them down you need quite a length so cut them down The reason why you need to take a long length is because you've got to cut under a bud and then over a bud. Okay. Okay. So, and when you put them into into your pot, you need to cut um, across, so straight across, horizontally, below your bud. And then on the top, cut on the diagonal just so the rainwater can just drain away from it. So, and then you put them around the outside of a pot. You could put them in the ground actually as well. Um, You can use hormone rooting powder or not bother. So, and you'd be amazed, it will take you a while, take a year Mm. or so, but they are plants for free and all you, and it's, look how quick it is to do it. Mm. In some compost, you need sort of a 50-50 mix of grit and compost or people are starting to plant quite a lot just in sharp sand.
0: Okay. So, um, wow, really just sand on its own? Yeah, I haven't
1: done it yet. So, but I know there's a lot of nurserymen and women who are starting to favour that because they're getting such good success rates. So, um... Yeah, and it just you need some sort of grit in order to just allow some drainage and to allow baby roots to get growing. But just do that, Claire, and you'll have them for free or some to give away I'm next year. I'm gonna try
0: that. I've I get a bit scared about taking cuttings.
1: It's literally gonna take you
0: ten minutes. Okay. Isn't it? I'll try it. Yes, it would, absolutely. So it'll take me ten minutes you to figure out of, it, though? I don't know um I don't really know. I guess knowing the right bits to cut you've just described it really clearly so now i know oh, good but i think it's just finding the right bit to, to cut it scares me
1: you're not going to hurt your plant if you cut no. if you do it wrong so and and the thing about cuttings is you always take them below a leaf axle yeah so and then you know often you'll just leave the foliage on and strip it down on herbaceous or whatever but with roses because they are you know hardwood cuttings that's the thing you can do it with lots of different things
0: yeah so, i have heard and it heard is of plants for free yeah, and roses are expensive as well, aren't they? They are, which is why I tend to get them bare root and yeah, sometimes for even the bare root they're still
1: quite they're like <laughs> mm. seventeen, eighteen mm-hmm. pounds a pop, aren't they? Yeah, they are. So just imagine you could you could go into business to rival David Austin. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but just imagine five plants if you just took yeah. five cuttings. I don't know how many lengths you've got on your rolled doll. Quite a few actually. Is because Roald it has bushy.
0: Done really well. He is. <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly think, from being just a bare root that i planted in march I think people
1: think that roses are a lot more sort of delicate than they are they're butch mm. roses you can really give them some abuse and they really will respond actually
0: okay yeah. i'll try that yeah give you give me go. the confidence to, to give it a go yeah absolutely
1: I so i think so mm. so plants are free who doesn't want those yeah. <laughs> and it gives you something, a project to do now, because you'll be out there checking them every five seconds. Yes, I will be. But the other thing as well is if you are planting things now, I've got loads of ericimum, so wallflowers that I want to plant as well. And when this chythonia these gigantic um, Mexican sunflowers have gone over, they will go in. So and I know I'll be obsessively checking them and it gives you a reason to come outside and just check if you're growing things on for the winter, I think. Mm. Doesn't it? Otherwise you yes. just... So tempting to shut the door on the garden, but I think we're going to need this. Yeah,
0: yeah, wolf flowers are a good idea, actually, aren't they? Because that is something that you can plant now, and it will reap yeah. the benefits next I've year. I've got
1: two varieties. I've got Vulcan and I've got Fire King, and they're scented. One's a purple Vulcan, and the, and Fire King is orange oranges. But what's lovely about them? is um, they're scented, that we should have lots of beautiful floriferous mm. flower. I'm hoping they'll flower a bit earlier. I planted some paperwhite narcissi um, uh, into my mini meadow because I'm hoping that we might even get some flower by Christmas out here, which again will give me a reason to come out into the garden just to admire them or cut them for, for vases yeah, inside. Nice so idea. you know, So there are these really early season plants that you can plant Well, I was just going to say,
0: I love hellebores. I have a number of hellebores in my garden. And they're the ones I look to as you go sort of towards December, January. They just come into their own. Mm. And you can get all different sorts, different colours. And they're, they're, um, you know, they've got their leaves. There's there's some life to them. Mm. Whilst everything else has sort of died back and gone to sleep. I do like... Yeah, good they're, 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 in, they're, they're like most
1: things that are gone, there are a few, oh, I don't know if depressing so depressing, but there are a few issues that are affecting our hellebores at the moment. But. You can still buy them, so mm. my favourite is you have a favourite. I mean I do like them all, it's true, but I love metallic blue lady. Oh. Okay. The metallic mm. ranges are amazing because they tend to have more intense colours and metallic blue lady is my favourite. It's not it's not blue really, it's like a more
0: like a bluey purple. Yeah, it's the purply ones that mm. are stunning.
1: But I do mm. enjoy them and I enjoy them. Our garden at the front is a bit raised up so I quite like to plant them because you know often they have the nodding heads Mm -hmm. apart from I think it's fetidus that has the upturned flower head but if you plant them in a container in your table or whatever then you can actually admire the underside of their flowers and I see a lot of florists who sort of pick the flowers individually and float them in a a bowl of water don't they on tables and things with candles and the like. So, but yeah, they're Chris, Christmas rose. Yeah, absolutely. Just beautiful, isn't it? Apparently, you should cut away the foliage as well so that uh, when they start going into flower so that you can really enjoy the flower a bit more too.
0: Oh, should you? Mm. Okay. Yeah. I quite like the foliage though. I do as well. Yeah. Some
1: of it can be quite rippled mm. and, and sort of red-toned, can't mm. it? And be beautiful in its own yeah, right. Great big leaves, yeah. But pots as well. Lovely way to enjoy them. And once they've kind of gone over, you can just get rid of the pot, can't you? Yeah. And yeah, we must think about our birds.
0: Yeah, that's true, actually, because there's berries. There are berries now, but they won't be there the whole of the winter, will they? I think we should start getting our bird stocks of mealworm and things
1: in, Mm. shouldn't we? And I always think that people forget about putting out bowls of water as well for the birds Mm. in, in the winter. So particularly on a frosty day, just stick a few bowls of water out for the birds as well so they can have access to something to drink by your bird feeder
0: yeah so um, I'll hang them in the trees i tend to hang mine and little bird feeders in the trees yeah one year we got ones that you could actually keep refilling with um nuts and things you can get different shapes we had one like a, a sunflower shape and oh how lovely apple shape and they were all different colors and you could sort of pop them in the trees and oh that's so refill nice. them. the squirrels of course got to them as well yeah but but the birds did you know, yeah, as long as they've them. got some of them. Mm-hmm. But I do mm-hmm. think we should
1: do water too, so because otherwise they'll be they won't have a drink afterwards. No, good point. <laughs> we always need to wash out all oh, down our food with. Well, as a glass of wine, but yeah. um, I presume it's water. So <laughs> interesting bird watching. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it? Drunk yes. birds. <laughs> There's a the thing.
0: <laughs> so lots of things you can do in the garden.
1: Yeah, and do you know it's what I isn't... think? On a lovely starry night in the winter nothing better than wrapping up warm and just lying on the grasses there looking at the stars you know i've never done that in the winter but i might have this year have you yeah it's really nice you know it makes me think of bethlehem and all sorts of things you know so i always think i love looking at the stars. and when we moved out from london that was the one thing that i really one of the first things that i really noticed about living in the countryside was just the stars just being the sky just being you know littered almost with stars so it's the one thing that I really try not to take for granted now we live out here so um and yeah in the winter just nothing better because I just think that the star, you're looking at a star here, it really does let you sort of link with everybody else in the world, you know, so that everybody is looking at the same sky, we're going through the same things, we're in it together and again it's just a really
0: hopeful thing for me. Am I weird? No, I think that's great advice. (laughs) Wrap up warm, lie on your lawn and look at the stars. We didn't get any questions this month so if you'd like to pop a question our way or ask our advice or just say hi we'd love to hear from you so you can you can reach us at team at shineradio.uk or you can call us on 01730 555 500 and we'll be back next month for december so excited i get my yeah. alliums out of the garage uh, i get to make ah i'm going to make my christmas wreath Oh, I love doing that that too. Mm.
1: Let's have a competition.
0: Okay. (laughs) I look forward to that. (laughs) Thanks, Anne Marie. (laughs) Nice to see you. Growing Together with Anne Marie and Claire. New every month and only from Petersfield's Shine Radio. Rise and Shine, with Petersfield's Shine Radio. Rise and shine. Rise
1: and shine. Whatever local information comes in, you'll be the very first to know. You'll
0: feel those ribs expand. OK, and then... I'm
1: doing it, I'm doing Are it. Are you doing it? Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back to Rise and Shine. You're with Alan Koch this morning. What could be better? Good morning, it's good to be with you. I'm Harrison Rb. it's the brighter way to start your day in the Petersphere. As long as you're breathing, <laughs> you're doing
0: OK. <laughs> I'm so, with you, Vicky. <laughs> Rise and Shine, weekday mornings from six with Petersfield's Shine Radio. I think that's lovely.